two, three. Because we're famous for this podcast. No, we weren't famous before. Now we're famous for this podcast. It's what we're famous for. All right, Tup, how you been, man? Okay. Good, good. How are you? Podcast-wise, you've been good? Yeah, I think um, I think all the recent podcasts have been solid. Uh, none of these. Not no. Them. Heavens no, heavens no, which is why I thought we would do something a little bit different tonight. Um, <laughs> the YMCA security guard review episode uh, edited in the theme music for the... Uh, the game show or no uh, radio show? You saying Seri- like a serial like podcast where you have some music editing? Oh, okay. So you think uh, later after the fact, after we're done with this episode, you go back through and add a bunch of like soundtrack under underneath sounds? To right. It? Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, 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 bum. Well, I like the that. first few days at the YMCA, <laughs> the security guard really seemed to like Pete. And then uh, <laughs> one day Pete asked for a, um, hey, does anybody like happen to have like a plastic bag? Like the people behind the desk, like, uh, no, of course, no worries. If not, I just, you know, figured this wet towel. Anyway, no problem either way. Um, we have like those umbrella bags over there and the umbrella bags are over by the security guard. And I just like, oh, great. Perfect. Thank you so much. This works great. And it seems like from that point, the security guard doesn't like me. What? Why didn't the security guard like you? He's doing some street interview <laughs> to some guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did he react at the time? In between every question and answer, (laughs) way too much editing. (laughs) Did (laughs) he ever say, (laughs) come on, man, get to the episode. You can't just be putting music in (laughs) every few words like that. Yeah. Well, um, everybody likes a nice edit, though. They do, absolutely, which is why we thought we would edit this one into a little bit of a different topic here going forward. Um, another morality one, Tup? You good with some morality? Yeah, well, I kind of want to know the answer to the question about the security guard, though. Oh, I, I know, I'm still diagnosing it. I think he's only not liked me a little bit for a few times since the bag. So I think like two, three more times is actually something dun, I think right dun, now, dun. <laughs> <laughs> right now you could maybe chalk it up to, um, just doesn't remember. I was the same guy from a few weeks ago who we seemed to like, and like just a regular old wire cross in his brain. Oh, post. I didn't think that guy before who I really liked, by the way, would ever ask for a plastic bag like that. And I think something about that was just like, oh, never mind. He's not like cool anymore. Like he's like uh, he some loser. 
who would care about uh, a plastic bag? I, you know, maybe just a wild guess. Okay, so he had you as uh, carefree, fun-loving, would never ask for yeah. a bag, and then yeah. you roll up, but he didn't know the context of the bag ask. Uh, I guess he was only the guy who was there when I got I had talked to people very close to him, so he presumably, presumably, with a B there, not presumably, which I think a couple people have tried to go with, um, he presumably heard the conversation, or at least in my understanding of it, he had heard that. So I thought maybe he didn't hear it. He had headphones in maybe. And uh, just like, who's this guy stealing the umbrella bags? Like, oh, okay. You got a little maybe. protective. There's another, so he wasn't. Another wild guess. Okay. So it's one of those two. Either he's protective of the umbrella bags. That's kind of like his thing. Hey, what are you doing with my umbrella bags? And then, or he just had you in a nice category as the kind of guy who is just so chill that he would never need a bag for anything and now he's like ah oh, you you were not yeah. you are not who i thought you were right just just a general smaller version of that yeah why does that have to be so negative like you're not who i thought you were yeah in a very small way that isn't going to affect anything overall now you're just a guy who would ask for a bag and actually it does affect things right he doesn't like me I forgot. That's why we were. <laughs> um, but that is, that's still minor. And I think, yeah, okay, that guy doesn't like me. I, I need a few more. Added to the, you know, John from the Red House Tavern, the lady who owned uh, Apicella's Deli, and uh, this here person. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think this might be too early to just, to add him to that, to that list. So give it a chance. See if right. he comes back in on you. Right, because I think I'll just really, if I still sense it after a few more times, I'll start really stepping it up. And yeah, they could make a montage of the security footage of of me going to great lengths to try and win him back over. Right, you come in with a big stack full of umbrella bags and give them to him. <laughs> oh, put a bow around him. Absolutely. Add a, add a nice music stage, the whole thing. You know, pretend it's some tip. Guy comes in and apologizes to security guard. 85 million views. <laughs> right, they grained it up to make it look like um, security footage. Mormon TikTok loves it and they share it. You just start bringing him in gifts, but they're all like really <laughs> obtuse gifts. Like you bring him an umbrella or you bring him a security guard outfit. I don't know. I just like right. just things oh, that new don't. Oh, security really... guard outfit. <laughs> yep. Hey. Oh, you know what you did? You treated the whole security staff to new outfits, and it's based on an inside joke you created with this gentleman after uh, after you patched up the relationship post umbrella bag. Okay. Nice post umbrella bag situation. Yeah. Right. Film the whole thing. Put it grainy on TikTok. Security <laughs> security guard and guy. Uh, who took umbrella bag? <laughs> Finally, make views. Yeah. <laughs> Mormon TikTok chimes in and says, "Not bad, very nice video, folks." What is it? Mormon you. TikTok? I think a bunch of the Mormon uh, ladies got together and uh, started a whole TikTok uh, avenue of being uh, sexy Mormon housewives. Like, oh, I have ten kids, and I'm, you know. I look like an Instagram model and uh, all of our husbands in this group and uh, we are all sleeping together. It's uh, It's been, been quite nice being these attractive Mormons and it's time TikTok knows, I think, was kind of their campaign wow. mantra. Yeah. Any chance that's completely fake? 
Yeah, I think some chance. Yep. They're not Mormon at all, just a group of whatever right. soror- college sorority girls, and they were like, what would blow up? Like, Right, just, just good actors. Good actors, yeah. Yeah, good actors. Uh, you know, I yeah, I think that's going to be tough at the end of society. I think we've talked about that a few times where deciding what was uh, like joke parody stuff and like all the guys slicing up the videotapes and they're they're not going to know what they're doing with i get what is that levels of irony something some whole conversation about it i think is what you could imagine <laughs> from here forward <laughs> <laughs> yes for the rest of the podcast just yeah use your imagination oh that's not a bad podcast up okay in in you know in honor, not in honor of, but in uh, thoughtfulness towards everybody's time here, still not the right way to say it, uh, we thought we'd keep the podcast short and, you know, if everybody could now imagine, get together around in a circle, make it a little bit of a ritual, we'll play some of that music with like, you know, water flowing over rocks and you guys will leave under the impression that um, a full length good podcast took place. Yes. Um, yeah. And you know, morality wise, top along the lines of, uh, shooting someone in the back of the head, if they're eating their favorite sandwich and they don't see it coming. Um, I think if you get a little rhythm front of the there, head. by the way, front of the head, <laughs> Hey, I'm here to introduce front of the head as well, because listen, will they, will they see it coming now? Hold on. Um, no, but along those lines, maybe, um, you can't argue that you actually care about stuff that won't matter till after you're dead if you don't have kids or know any. So like, let's just say for hypothetical uh, purposes, like I don't know anyone. And wait, what was the thing I was going for? I don't know anyone. (laughs) Everyone I've already known is all died. And, um, Oh, you can't come back. Really care about uh, like an issue if you, because you can't be like, I really care about these people who I don't know um, or haven't met. I, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. It's what we're famous for. All right. Up. Well, Pete, you keep on podcasting regardless of uh, any, you know, instincts or uh, thing. Right. Or letters. Or close friends, anybody, you know, asking you to stop, whatever, you just keep going. Right, just keep going. And um, here's one maybe that uh, if you just blink a lot, (laughs) would your kids then maybe get Tourette's? No, but one of those like early podcast questions, they were like, well, yeah, you could just like, (laughs) um, you know, give yourself Tourette's if you blink a lot too, because technically, you know, you're just blinking a lot the same as somebody with that. So maybe you get certified to have it. And then if you stood around people and did that a lot, would they start evolving to then do that too? Evolving? No, it doesn't work like that. That was that was the half of the podcast, right? I think so. I think that's just you, I think, listening back to episode seven and just uh, repeating it back. Word for word. Yeah. The go back. That's there. There's a podcast. Only record 10. Just keep recording them over top of one another. Oh, and it becomes like a double and triple track. And like, it's some like, oh, they used to five track podcasts. Like they would say it over and over. And they found out that it created this effect that, you know, made everything sound even wiser. 
you know, just 10 voices stacked on top of each other. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know? Uh-huh. Yes, I do. Yeah. And yeah. from there, they... No, please. Please, I'd love to hear your response to that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, I wanted some room to respond to this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Um are you even like thinking of Tourette's or you're saying if you blink a lot, you'll get Tourette's Tourette's. Oh, excuse me. I might be confusing that. I think some really heavy blinking can be tied to Tourette's. Is that right? Okay. I thought just like really extreme. I think it's the same, um, neurological pathway. Of course, I don't know what I'm talking about, but I think it's, you know, like that little attack that happens, it seems. Um, and I think the blinks are just minor versions of the guys who yell curse words and, and whatnot. It's okay. Yeah, the, yeah, I can picture that. All right. Yeah. Blinking is just really, yeah, you're starting to say something. Like, go blink. You're like, oh, okay, I guess that's a, sort of how you start talking. I can see how they'd be along the same neurological pathway. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> a hard, yeah, a hard few eye blinks. Yes, you know, um, the few, the proud, the hard eye blinks, um, the <laughs> motto of, <laughs> of hard Tourette's. eye blink is, uh, <laughs> the band that, you know, the famous pop band. Oh, hard eye blink. Did you say? Yeah. Hard eye blink. Yeah. Okay. That is like a, uh, what is that? A, uh, a conglomerate of all the good pop punk bands smashed into one. Right. Yeah. You got third eye blind. Uh, obviously pop punk <laughs> right hard um there's gotta be hard something right good shard no hard uh hard the hard small blink 182 <laughs> yeah blink 182 okay was that a real thing that actually happened what hard eye blink yeah no, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if um, you know we landed on hard eye blink because of our our friends with uh, Tourette's, and yeah, you're like that. You were just doing the joke of like the word blank is in it, so like it's that it's blink one eighty two, but obviously I'm just getting it wrong. <laughs> no, I, I just thought hard eye hard eye blink third eye blind. I just thought they sounded similar. Okay, and blink was just a casualty of war. And a little bit of a, a misleader, like, oh, well, Blink, that was a band, too. Who's ever going to trace down this joke? <laughs> Find out next time. <laughs> 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 yeah, and then I can't believe we couldn't come up with a hard band. A band that starts with hard. Yeah. Um, hard. Uh, it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. I bet that is a band. You know what? The same way that you could just bet that there are 17 rappers in the United States named Celebration, yeah. you can bet that that band probably exists also, wouldn't you say? It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday, the band. Yeah. Boys to Men cover band. And they they redo it all acoustically. I think that's too, that's too long. Oh, it's so hard to say goodbye yesterday, you know? Yeah. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. I think we get zero bands in the <laughs> in the US named that. Okay. I, one one SoundCloud that recorded one original song, bad production. Yeah, they they put the 
title of the song in the name of the band accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is probably the only case you can find. Um, yep. Case closed. Find out about the next story. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i um i saw a birthmark on a man and i thought it was ash wednesday for a second (laughs) oh man um yeah true true that really happened i was like oh is it actually just just a passing thought um was it was it a wednesday (laughs) because yesterday was actually ash wednesday (laughs) (laughs) was that when you saw somebody yeah (laughs) oh well, and it was Ash Wednesday. I just went in my mind, oh, must not be Ash Wednesday. This guy has a scar, or a birthmark, rather. <laughs> Which are the, what, the original scars, the scars you're born with? Yeah, that's right. Birthmarks yep. are definitely the originals, for sure. Right. So a, a scar is just a life mark. Oh, damn. Yeah. Find out next time. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so birthmark, life mark, there's some work to be done there. Probably what, 85 jokes on Twitter already made like that? I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. Scars scars are, yeah, scars are life marks. Uh, you know, birthmarks are birthmarks. No, nobody's. A whole t-shirt line. (laughs) (laughs) I think you'll find as many t-shirts with that as you find that say, Come see my band. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. <laughs> well, please still set up the Google alerts. Um, <laughs> you know, in an ideal world, you wouldn't have to ask somebody to do that. You could just have it be done when you just said it. But, you know, we're still, which is the only real crime about dying. You know, oh, I'll miss all the cool technology. What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Won't be able to see all the cool new uh, iPhones. Right. That is, yeah, that is a sad part about it. Yeah. Missing all the tweets. <laughs> um, here's something that I still support. Here, maybe you have something like this, just as a way to, you know, people do that. They really just want to ask the question. I do it. I'm talking about myself. Uh, let me see if you think this. Here, I'll just go off for 20 minutes now. But you'd be thinking the whole time if you relate to this and then forget what I even wanted to say but because I went off on that whole thing. Um, no, I, I think I found it. Things that you're like, oh, that's not funny if you really think about it, but I still support when people do it, um, is the the speech, speech, speech thing. Like when somebody's been put on the spot for something, I'm like that is a, that sh- I should hate that more. That's like a bad hack joke, but I'm like, I, I still do it and I like when people do it. So I'm like, yeah, haha, that's still funny. Yeah, definitely. Get up there. Get up there. Like, you yeah, know, that's, your a, friend that's still who used great. To date the, uh. The bride who just happened to, to, for whatever reason, get the invitation to the wedding. Come on, get up there and say something. Get up Come there. On. <laughs> Wait, what? No, why? Wait. Hey. Come on, oh, get yeah. up there and say something about how you guys. <laughs> yes, that was a. I did that, you know, not nicely. Uh, I did that to Chris Clayville when he came to a family party one time. I quieted the whole party down and said, Chris has something he wants to say to everybody. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> He's the best guy to do that too, though, because yeah. he probably came came through big time. Yes, he, um, yeah, he he gave me a hard time in school or 
you know, very loving. I'm just your brother's friend way. And then like totally loved me and was, was a beast. Um, but a few times, yeah, like I felt okay doing that is my point. Right. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um, which, you know, leads us nextly, I mean, nicely into the next. Nextly, though, nicely into the next. Uh, put that in a, an election for next word to be elected and uh, <clears throat> move on from there. Yes. We did the birthmark thing, right? It's what we're famous for. All right. The burning bush, which told Jesus... No, I think we already did a uh, the burning bush opening before. Yes, it was a it was a, a heck of an opening. Okay, well, let's let's use it again here. The burning bush, <laughs> yeah. which Jesus uh, used to teach us that light is good, and that you know only in darkness will you perish. So keep that light burning, O bush of of Christ. Well, I guess you wouldn't be saying he was. Yeah, Christ wasn't really Christ yet, so it wasn't in prayers, but. Christ, oh God, or whatever. Switch the thing at the end. I said to God instead of Christ. Ah, the the Irish God. Yeah, Christ, oh God. <laughs> oh yes, ten to fifteen people in Ireland name that Christ, oh <laughs> Christ, God. Oh, God. oh, that's a great character. What do you write a whole uh, Irish crime story around that guy? That's good. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, is there any like fan fiction about God? Fan fiction about God. Yeah. God was really a, uh, yeah, God was really a post-apocalyptic um, detective. Big, big Chinese wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, but what, a, a thought experiment or two comes out and um, the conversation is considered a success. I would say so. Yeah, I think so. I, you know, I wonder when we talk about Jesus in the burning bush, uh, do you think Jesus being that he was uh, God, fully God and fully man, right? did he even know? Because the burning bush happened, you know, thousands of years before Jesus was oh, even yeah. born. When you're born Jesus Christ, do you all of a sudden know everything that's happened? You know, like you're, you know, the chosen one. So why not give him everything that's ever happened as a memory brain, a memory bank? If he had all that, could he truly be fully man? I mean, well, like, yeah. you can't really. Can you be sitting there uh, hanging out with the Pharisees or whatever he did when he was a kid? I can't remember much about yeah. when he was a kid. I because I was just a kid. <laughs> <laughs> he, you know, he learned to do carpentry when he was five, and then by the time he was twelve, he had okay. given that up to start preaching. Mainly okay. about carpentry still. It's all he knew. Later, he got into <laughs> he got into Christ. And, um, he got into Christ. <laughs> and, you know, he was one of the good uh, bros. And all this, all these people doing stuff in his name are, are the wrong ones. Or no, Christ somewhere, they're going to find. Watch, wouldn't that be something? All those people find all this shit. And there is a book where Christ really said all this stuff. You know, oh, that would be terrible. And you would never be able to prove it. He really said it, so. Yeah, I think it's that's tough. Uh, and some of the religious folks would ask you, like, what would it take to, to prove you to you that all this stuff is true? And that's not easy to answer. Right. You know, I, but I think the good answer is, like, if God 
really existed, then he would know exactly what it would take to prove it to me and he'd be happy to do it because he can do anything. So he would just go ahead and prove it to me and not leave me all confused with incomplete information. So right. it, it's pretty, either he doesn't want me to know for some reason uh, or he doesn't exist. <laughs> and if he doesn't want me to know for some reason, then I guess I just keep going with not believing that stuff because for whatever reason, he doesn't want me to believe it. Right. Rainy days are God's way of saying, always remember my children. I don't come close to existing on any level. Um, as the great uh, Roman philosopher once said. Yes. Roman Polanski. Yeah, Roman Polanski, right after he uh, <laughs> shot Leonardo DiCaprio with that uh, flame gun in um, It Only Takes Two to Tango in Hollywood. Okay, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he was the next door neighbor of the uh, the flamethrower himself. Okay. Yeah, Roman he, was in cameo. I think. Yeah, no, but well, actually, I think he, some guy played him. I think he maybe he's dead or he was having an affair next door when Leo was uh, using the flamethrower or something like that. And then he went on to write Goodfellas or you know one of the ones about that topic. Okay. All right. Well, God rest his soul then, or, or uh, good riddance. <laughs> or or sure. nice job acting. I don't know if he was just the actor in it. <laughs> Wasn't um, he like a te- like a a pedophile, or am I who am I thinking in the of? movie? Or <laughs> yeah, didn't he? <laughs> in all of his acting roles, yeah. <laughs> So that's all I'll play. <laughs> so Why? All well, I'm not going to, don't pry into my personal life here. <laughs> Just a guy gets typecast early on as a pedophile and he's, you know, that's sticking with what I'd get paid for. Right. Hey, I got a family to feed. How old are they? Um, yeah, that's a nice one. Um, I think there's some questionable stuff in there with Roman Polanski, yeah. Yes, I think Roman Polanski was uh, what a filmmaker in the fifties, and he made uh, you know something with Ingrid Bergman, and um, who's the other go-to yeah. male old male actor you go to? Robert Robert Redford. Uh, yep, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman's a fine. That's fine. <laughs> far enough back for me. Yeah, um, <laughs> as a man who doesn't watch movies before two thousand three. Right, Jimmy Stewart, Jimmy Smits. Um, oh, Jimmy Stewart, I'll make a few exceptions for. The Man Who Knew Too Much, um, great movie. And like, that was the, that was a scary movie to me. Like, um, kids got I, taken. I don't know that one. That's, yeah, Jimmy Stewart's on a bus in France and um, he meets like a very nice couple and maybe they're staying at the hotel together. Oh, they're also uh, Americans or... So, you know, we'll, we'll hang with them and they get close to them over in this place that has buses and they're hanging okay. and they're like, oh, it's time to go home. You know, or we're, we're leaving on this day. And then like by the end of these nine or 10 days, or maybe it's a whole summer, I don't know. They're like obviously so close. And um, at the end of whatever the time period was, uh, Jimmy Stewart and his wife go to collect their kid who had become friends with these people you know, on vacation too. They love the kid and like totally trust these people. And like they had checked out a day early and like the reveal, I think was like the, the doorman was like, 
Oh, they had uh, Sam or whatever his name was. I have no idea. And like, they're like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> no, the podcast music started, but no, the dark music started. And it was like, oh shit, we, I guess, don't know these people that well. And they just took our kid. So we got to go figure that oh, out. Oh my God. Yeah, it was money. So who, who uh, did it turn out knew too much? Um, there was a guy, the there was a guy who like knew something about the people who took him. And like, there was a whisper that happened like, oh, and he told him and like the guy who whispered it, like knew like his life got taken over it maybe. But then Jimmy Stewart did end up, Hank was his son's name. Jimmy Stewart um, did wind up rescuing Hank. And I think somebody got Hank Stewart. Yeah. Hank Stewart Jr. And that's where they got the idea for <laughs> Hank Williams Jr. And, um, <laughs> and yeah, Jimmy and the crew went on and they, you know, I, I remember, uh, um hitchcock made a joke at the end you know hitchcock the director i know him you know hitchcock made this movie mm -hmm. i can say yeah. director's names um the movie hitch the, the movie hitch yeah i am uh what was his name in that alex hitchens and i am a uh relationship coach now i know you must be thinking what's a relationship coach well i'm here to tell you follow me boom 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 Hitch. Um was that the King of Queens guy? Yes. Yep. He was uh what was his name in that? Uh Allegra Cole. And um yeah, they might have just stuck with James uh Gandolfini or whatever. What is, uh yeah. Kevin James. I was gonna say James Stewart. Jimmy Stewart, which brings us back to Jimmy Stewart. And um Hitchcock made a joke at the end, like you know, the director made the joke. You know, I, I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, and like they had been gone, right? Rescuing their son for like days. And it was in the middle of a party that they found out that like I, somewhere or another, these people had left with their kid. And um, and so Jimmy Stewart and his wife return back to that same party. And all the people are there from the party taking like sleeping on all their furniture. And it was like three days later, like, yeah, we just had to go pick up our son, Hank. And like it was kind of like a funny ending. To this very serious like kidnap movie <laughs> <laughs> very good joke at the end everybody just stayed at the party for like five days <laughs> oh man and that was a big reveal is that his name was hank the whole time <laughs> yeah yeah his name was hank gotta go pick up our son hank <laughs> yeah mary our son hank he's gotta go back we gotta find him we trusted these people mary um, oh man the man who knew too much okay yeah that sounds like i don't need to watch it now but no uh, no please don't but yeah it was one of those ones that uh you know when you vote outside your uh, party for me it was like ah whatever an old jimmy stewart movie what is this this can't be good and then that and the great escape really grabbed me and uh oh escapes okay. the name escapism escape to an old time zone yes speaking of old time zones i did want to confront you about uh uh, I was going back through my, some of my old tweets, and I noticed that uh, you didn't like the tweet that was, um, okay, fine, I'll give you James and Van and even Durr, but Beak? And you didn't like that one. Oh, What's wrong really? with that tweet? It's a great tweet. I, yeah, maybe it was in a hot streak of ones where I was like, oh, tough, don't take your foot off the gas, man. You're murdering. Uh, but I, I regret it. Like, I, it's only what I could think at the time, maybe. I like that joke very much and um 
James Vanderbeek went on to become a big friend of the podcast. So yes, I, yeah. for that reason and for many reasons, oh, you were trying to get me to bring it up by bringing up James Vanderbeek on the podcast before. And I didn't take the bait. Oh man, I should have in hindsight. Yeah, yeah Tuff. Yes. All I can say it, is I'm sorry, man. That's a good tweet. Yeah, I've brought it up several times, actually. If you go back and listen to all the podcasts, I've brought it up. Yes, they've uh, put together. Pretty consistently, because I've been hoping that you bring up the tweet. And then I was like, man, every time I bring it up, Pete does not uh, engage in that. So let me just go back and see. Maybe he didn't even like the tweet. And then you didn't like that tweet. Oh, wow. That is an investigative podcast. Yeah. It's easy for me to tell, because it's just, it either has one like or it has no, no likes on any tweet. So I can just easily, I don't even have to see. I just know, oh, yeah, Pete either liked it or he and didn't. And what makes matters worse, Tup, is I've gone back and read and enjoyed your tweets a million times. And even going back, maybe I like missed it and was like, oh, I'm not going to like it five years later now. Like, give him some notification. Yeah. But and that, I do think you probably liked it, to be honest with you. I'm okay, kidding. I was going to say, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, Vanny the Durman or the Beakman, you have to go with at that point. Um, yes, Beakman, the uh, yeah. Sesame Street <laughs> character. Or is, it, that's not, is that, is that Beaker, Sesame Street? Beaker, Beaker, the Muppet, okay. I think, and Beakman's world were, were <laughs> <laughs> where it was just uh, Beaker from the Muppets doing a new character. He was like, I hate being this guy who only honks, I think, which is what Beaker was like, me, me. No, that was the Roadrunner. But yeah, Beaker did a Roadrunner-like noise and didn't get to really spread his wings as an actor. And so this was his like side project, fashion project. Beakman's World. Beakman's World. Yeah. <laughs> Beakman. People would yell to him walking down the street, and it's the coolest he's ever felt. That is nice, yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm Beakman, and this is my world. You know, you may remember me from uh, such shows as Sesame Street. Or no, excuse me, The Muppets. Jim Henson's The Muppets. That's a funny, clumsy thing. Like, so-and-so's the something. Right. It really makes you seem like they insisted. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yep. Um, Charles Dickens' The Night Before Christmas. Yes. General Sow's Chicken. <laughs> 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 all right fine okay general <laughs> yeah. right yeah oh man that's what they were fighting the war over you better give me this name <laughs> yeah because you can't what no if you don't have a warrior there's no general necessary as soon as the war is over the general's just uh mister right i think so yeah and yeah, they're really like, serious about that rule. There's no war going on. Treat me like shit. <laughs> Call me mister. <laughs> and you have to do all the drill sergeant stuff to them for that time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so drill. she would change it to Mr. Sal's chicken? And he's like, <laughs> wow. I don't know about that. <laughs> there's no war going on. <laughs> I know there's no war going on, but... What am I supposed to do in the off season? You're right. And they start. They go out and start a war. They were like, "Oh, we actually are back to believing that transubstantiation is not the right way." And uh, you know, start up the religious crusades again. Ah, that's a nice. Yeah, they, it's never too late to start the crusades back up again. Is a yeah. nice message. <laughs> 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 the crusades of the renaissance gun to your head would which which do i want to be in 
I think I'm going Renaissance. Okay, right. The, the I don't know. They could have been at the same time, for all I know. The sepia tones, like drinking out of uh, those goblets. I yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything <laughs> about either time period, honestly. <laughs> but the Crusades makes me think I have to be like, uh, you know, fighting on a horse with against the guy with a. Not not to say whose side I would be on. I'd be happy to be on the side of, uh, you know, the Arab uh, crew. Sure. Um, but, you know, I'm fighting somebody on a horse and we both have swords. Or maybe I've got a gun and he's got a sword. That doesn't sound fair to me either. I don't know what's going on. Do they have guns back then? When was the Crusades? Um, well, the 200 years ago? The first gun was in ago? 1600s, I think. They, uh, yeah, they went in the gun store and were like, we we finally buy these yet? <laughs> And yeah, the gun store had been holding on to them for a long time. Yeah, the laws were just too restrictive, and then finally they, they let loose. <laughs> yes, no, but you know, in all seriousness, um, please do not use guns on for any crusade. wrong reasons. Do not have a crusade, especially not yeah. about uh, guns. You know, I don't think way. there's anything worth crusading about, honestly. Okay. Uh, like revol revolution, sure, but crusade, no. What made it a crusade? The swords and the like, um, the like helmets with spikes. I think that was a big part of it. Yeah, but I think uh, what made it a crusade is like we're all going to go out and leave where we live and go to this other place, but it's not a country doing this. Uh, like it's not a country invading another country. It's just like a bunch of us who believe this set of bullshit and we're going to go try to impose our will on a different set of people with beliefs. So that made right. it a crusade instead of a war. Oh, like, um, yeah, the colonization and whatnot, like going and trying to get people to do what you do. And like this, we found the way and we can, we too can uh, get our names on a big voyage. You know, Plymouth Voyager, the voyage of Lewis and Clark, and then fill in the blank if you really want to go they have discovered it all finally though right but no now you're into space discovering and then beyond that yeah wow there's there's a couple more yeah the ocean i mean you know who's who's digging deep in the sand not me i'll tell you <laughs> what there's probably a lot of stuff in there yes i think that is a fun one that's another reason to see the uh, cool iphones and to see uh, the, the the further discovery they do on the depths of the ocean just like oh my god yeah, yeah. there's a whole, you pass a certain amount and it just gets back. That's where like, there's a whole other society that we don't know about way down at the bottom. Only the rich people, uh, you know, had enough money to, you know, um, put the proper tank over their head to make it past that. And there's a whole uh, Epstein Island too down there. Yes, that's really where the advanced societies are, where everybody's just some kind of Epstein right. situation. Yeah. Yep. Epstein, um, Theo Epstein, I think, is a baseball guy. Um, Epstein-Barr syndrome, yeah. Oh, right. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> do you, Tup, do you, um, I, you know people who say the sixth grade? And, and I could easily turn out to be wrong about this, but like, there are people who do, I was in sixth grade, and there are people who go, I was in the sixth grade. Okay, yeah, let me see, which neither of them regional sound, dialect? Uh, yeah. Um, retrograde amnesia? Um, oh, yeah. No, I, I don't know which of them I'd naturally say. Uh, 
Oh, back in sixth grade, I was in the sixth grade. <laughs> yeah, right. What grade did I used to say I was in all the time when I was in sixth grade? I used to lie, say I was in seventh. Um, so accounting for that, you might be right. I, it doesn't. It doesn't bother me at all. Though one one of them, the the uh, uh, the in the mix, really that you do not like that. Well, I like. just when something strikes you as new. You know, you're like, oh, has that been happening my whole life? And I just haven't paid a lick of attention to it, which would probably be the right way to go with it. Um, or has this been happening under my nose the whole time? Or was that the first thing I already asked? Whatever. The opposite, if I've said that one twice, uh, the opposite of that would be the two options in my head. Um, yes, yes. But yeah, the the seems new. Like new or a little bit... Um, uh, the year 2022. I thought we had a whole math class about don't say that and there. And now everybody does it. The year 2022. Right. The year 2022. No, I'm not here in and. I don't think. You're here in and out in all the politics. You know, here we are at the um, State of the Union. Which state will win? It is undetermined. We will find out at the end of this three long weeks. Um but no, yeah, the in year 2000. In 2009, Senator Sanders uh, okay. voted to have, you know. The end put into all of our dates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I hear that. Yeah. It sounds like they're just trying to sound like a little more formal and poetic or something like that. Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's an artist's choice there. Yeah. 2000 in the, in the year of our Lord, 2022. <laughs> All right, yeah. Our Lord's still here. Any of you people for, you know, aiming to start forgetting about it, please don't. Each year is called of our Lord. In the year it's of just our something Lord, we yeah. got locked in a long time ago. <laughs> no, terrible. Um, yes. And as we all know, the, the slowest way to run is just standing still. So make sure to do that out in your lives. And how about this one top? Isn't what's the difference between a threat and like, well, oh, free speech, like I'm going to burn down your house, free speech, you know? Oh, then they actually go and do it. They actually burn it down. What free speech, <laughs> you know, like how does it elevate that? This is just some simple question you Google and don't ask on a podcast. No, no, it's a good one, I think. Um, I think that uh, a threat of violence, like you, you said, uh, I'm going to burn down your house, free speech, like, I think that that does not fall under protected free speech because you are threatening violence. Good, that sounds like said, a good rule. Yeah, if you said just something like, uh, burning houses is interesting, I, I wouldn't... Uh, I wouldn't be too disinterested in <laughs> in your house burning to the ground. But like I didn't say I'm going to burn your house down. I think we're all good if you say it like that. Okay. You just got to get good at doing those uh, that, those threatening talk arounds. Yeah. Try a couple. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So. Threaten me legally. Uh, right. If you, uh, if you don't pay me the uh, lump sum for the LLC we started, you know, maybe, maybe one of those guitars you own over there just decides to, uh, take a walk to the pawn shop. If you know what I mean? 
I'm going to take it from you. <laughs> and try and what do you, give it to him. What do you mean? And then he was blow every time. I was, well, I don't know, I was trying to threaten you. I was you, thinking, right? I was thinking, you know, when, you know, when I come over to walk the dog, maybe I could, you know, just grab the guitar and sell it at one of the pawn shops. Like, you know, something like that. Right. <laughs> that's not technically a threat right i've I've been unclear enough yeah yeah you, you just sound so unsure of yourself that i think it couldn't be considered a threat okay you know? nice okay but yeah i think that's the line in the old sand uh with free speech is yeah you can't threaten violence or can't uh be encouraging others to violence that's either. good good rule so you can't say like you know, go out there and burn it, burn this guy's house down because you're telling other people to, to do that. Right. Uh, uh, well, just tough. Cause like, when does just being influential and you're just like, say some crazy idea and then people go do that. Like sometimes it's like, Oh, if I hadn't said that, I wouldn't have set this whole thing in motion or no way to live your life. It wasn't my fault. They listened to me. Right. I don't know. I think it goes back to our, uh, to catch a predator defense ideas of just like videotaping yourself and saying like i'm just going in there uh because i mean i know full well this is to catch a predator but i've just always wanted to be on tv and this is my chance and you know no offense to anybody but uh of course i think you know this whole thing is abhorrent but Hey, I, I'm a big fan of Chris Hansen. I'm going in there and I'd love to meet the guy. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. hopefully this will come in handy afterwards. I'm going to go in here. And then, <laughs> oh, here they come. And he did the video right before. <laughs> <laughs> right before he gets tackled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's doing the, at the, when Chris Harrison disappears to, uh, or no, he's the one who uh, arrives. Excuse me. He does the appearing. He's not the disappearing artist. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, same, you could do the same idea uh with with this concept which hopefully i'll remember in a second what that was that we were talking about but i can't right now i cannot remember what it, the hell it, it was and how it would relate to that yeah me too i lose the thread once in a while here um i think it was time i think we had tied it up decently with a bow um <laughs> okay good we'll end with the the chris hansen yeah we'll end with the chris hansen defense. uh defense for what again yeah what, where the hell did we go with this <laughs> um, I truly cannot think of it. Um, big new product idea, flip-flops for a different hole of your foot. Oh. You know? Just like, and then just flip-flaps or something. Just one little change. Oh, wow, that's actually comfortable. You'd have to do some work to figure out what'd be, which toe and like what would you have to do to make it be comfortable. Just, just have still a, a, a hole for your big toe too. No. And eventually, oh, a, oh, a wean-off system. Right, where you eventually can remove that. And, oh, wow, we've transferred you over to being comfortable with the, uh, the whole of your middle finger and your ring finger. Toe. Yes. And That's you can good. slowly start removing the things from the sandal. I think you could have a whole marketing campaign about how putting the, the thong in, you know. the Thong in the middle. The, like just some slogan. Yeah, thong in the middle. The two slot, let's say, oh, is so much better for your health and your your longevity. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. 
Right. There was a sensor we found in between those two toes. And three out of four doctors agree that, you know, just by doing something different, you know, if you take a different way home, if you put on a sandal with a different hole structure, just stuff like that technically enhances your mood. So this falls in with that. You're just doing something new so we can make all the claims we want. Yep. You know how you've been eating your bananas the wrong way. Like you open them up this way. Well, the same thing is true of your sandals. You've been wearing them in the wrong toe slot. (laughs) Right. Oh, man. Unfortunately, (laughs) most sandals don't allow you to switch to the two hole. Uh, Ours have enough flexibility to allow for that. Yeah. Thong in the middle lets you switch between the first, second, or third. That's why. You thong in the middle, you know, the guy starts walking down the street twirling a cane, maybe. Yeah. Thong in the middle, thong in the middle. Thong in the middle for me. Hey, say there, have you tried thong in the middle? Thong in the middle, thong in the middle. You know, they more people join I guess in. The, it's probably not even car. what the thong is. I mean, the, the thongs are just like, that's just another name for sandals, right? I'm just picturing uh. that thing being called the thong, the, the thing that slides <laughs> in between your toes. But The machine. Yeah, the machine is. <laughs> the machine that holds your, um, yeah, I think that's a that's a thong or a tong. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Tongs, I always thought, were like uh, things for picking stuff up. Right. Uh, I think you could you could pick up, well, I'm a fly swatter more so, not really picking up with a, with a sandal. Not quite picking up, so it doesn't, doesn't apply here, but we still like, why not cover other things sandals are good at, too, just because it's not in direct correlation to the thing. Give it credit where it's due. Maybe we do that more as a society. Yeah, I think you could pick up a a severed foot in a sandal, but I think that's that's just about all you could pick up. Right. I'll be like that's our version of uh wouldn't be caught dead wearing these. You could find a severed foot in these sandals. Thong in the middle, <laughs> thong in the middle, thong in the middle for you and me. Thong in the middle, thong in the middle, thong in the middle for you and me. Oh, thong in the middle. <laughs> oh. Uh, so and so was, and I severed foot. <laughs> and we severed his foot, and we took him down the lake, and we tossed his ass in there cold. Hey, toss your friend in uh, the lake. Chapaquiddick, Chapaquiddick, Chapaquiddick <laughs> for you and for me. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening to the podcast. <laughs> It's what we're famous.